0: Good morning. Good
1: well, morning. Good morning.
0: Welcome to Emacs Chamber Chat. Meet our members. Um, our podcast at our podcast studio a Shared Universe in their Red Bank studio. I was a little freaky today because I came in and there was a green screen and I had no idea what might be behind us. <laughs> so uh, really cool is that they have this really great a Shared Universe logo behind Jane's head. So we really like that. Um, it is Friday, April 22nd. Yeah, hard yeah, to believe, right? Hard to believe. I thought the green might have been in representation of New Jersey's legalization of selling <laughs> cannabis <laughs> yesterday, but you know, I wasn't sure where we were going with that. Um, so today we have our co-host Jane Tresnan and our guest, guest Leo Wong from GrantVest Financial Group. Um and Jane from Tresnan Properties. I forgot to say that you've you you've, you've reiterated
2: yourself a couple of different times. I have, I have um I was uh, Representing CubeSmart in Red Bank and sold it recently. So uh, now I am still kind of re- rebranding myself and Properties uh, in the self storage business. So
0: cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I love the jeans and self storage. Like, <laughs> you don't know many women in self storage. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. we like that. And we have Chris Matt on the boards with us today. Cool. So we're happy to have Chris with us. A um, couple of business items is we want to always thank our corporate sponsors. We have Nissan City of Red Bank, uh, transparent pricing, efficient processes, and the respect you deserve. They are family owned and operated, and they're located at 120 Newman Springs Road in Red Bank. We are happy to have them, and we greatly appreciate their support. And PDR, packaging distribution resources um, that provide leading business solutions in warehouse distribution, and they are located in Island, and they have been our corporate sponsor for two years. And uh, we are greatly appreciative to all of the support um, that they have offered us. Um, so, so things are going on at the chamber. Lots you know of that lots are going of things. On. We stuff. had an incredible Women in Business um, yes. event with about twenty. I want to say there was twenty-five or twenty-six women oh, hosted. Yeah. It was hosted by Woodward Realty. It was sponsored and um, by Smart Title Insurance with Shannon Fason. Mm-hmm. and um, oh, I didn't shout out Marie. Marie Noglos and Elaine Shembray uh, hosted yes. at Woodward Realty Rumson. Um, Shannon Fisson from Smart Title was our s- corporate, sp- our premier sponsor. Right. And um, then we had Judy. Judy Crook,
2: Crook, wonderful presentation.
0: Wonderful presentation Judy. and supporting sponsors. So we, it was a great event. We had a lot of new faces, which we're loving seeing yeah. a lot of new faces. Then on Wednesday, that was on a Monday night. And Wednesday morning, we had a huge, successful business networking breakfast. Mm-hmm. You weren't able to be with us were you or
2: were you there oh no you were there because that's right I
0: found out information about you it was a um we've been Leo is on the um he's the secretary for the business networking breakfast committee as well and um We've been really struggling. How do we get people to come? How do we get people to come? We had 27 people with us Wednesday morning. Um, It was fun. We did networking activities, moved everybody around the room. Oh, it was wonderful. We had to
2: meet new new Uh... people, new businesses, Mm -hmm. and um, it was a lot of fun. I think everybody had a great time. It was
0: very fun. And then... um, Leo is, uh, GrantFest is an investor, not an investor, a sponsor mm-hmm. for all of our business networking breakfasts for the rest of the year. Yep. He's our supporting sponsor. And then we had, um, last month, we had Callie's mm-hmm. Pest Services yes. was our um
2: Premier, Premier and, and
0: supporting sponsor. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we always greatly appreciate Almost Home General for the yummy food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we actually did not have, I could not bring Sandy her parfait Wednesday morning uh, because uh, we actually had enough people that ate yes. the yogurt parfaits yes. this time. I love the yeah.
1: parfait there.
0: Yo, oh, so <laughs> I, I said to them, you know, beware. I may have to up the number of parfaits <laughs> yeah, yeah. for next, for yep. the 13th. So, um, so we had that. And then next Thursday, the 27th, is that? That's Next, well, this coming Thursday, yep. right? Yes, yes, we're at Chilango's for Cinco de Mayo pregame for yes. our business after hours. So, um, we're really looking forward to that. We have a first drink sponsor, it's um, Tom Duffy from Jersey Shore Financial Advisors. Um, and he's going to be buying the first round of drinks for everybody, maybe limited. It may not be open bar, top shelf people, so just right. you know, pay <laughs> attention to the rules when you get in, Margaret but um, and drink. I. You know, it may be limited because of the margaritas and all that. It may be limited to the first few people who register and attend. So I would say if you're not um, registered yet and you want to join us at Chilango's, Mm -hmm. um, it is limited space uh, because I don't know if you guys have been to Chilango's, but it can't hold a whole lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, And we'd prefer to fill it with our fill it with our friends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, for, for it's sure. from five to seven on Thursday, the 27th. You can register at emac.org events. Um, and let's see, then we have May coming up. Oh, May's uh, May. <laughs> small
2: business month. And- it
0: is. Well, it's really <laughs> May yeah. one through seven is small business week. That's but right. EMAC decided why just one week? Let's celebrate all month long. So, uh, we have, we're actually doing a little mini membership Drive. That's right. um, we have reached out to our existing small business members and asked them if they would like to put in any special offers mm-hmm. to the new members who join in the month of May. So about seven different members who have offered m- made offers. Everyone's going to get a swag bag. Um, it's going to be really cool. So it's it's not yeah you know, it's not as big as what we did last October, but we're really hoping people will join us. Um, We've had a lot of fun putting it together. We've been really excited to support our existing small businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the questions I found was the most interesting is many of our members said, well, how much does it cost for us to do this? Mm. Like it doesn't cost you anything except what you're offering because we're not making money. We want you to meet the new members Mm -hmm. and everybody (laughs) have the opportunity to grow their business. So we were pretty excited about that reaction. Everybody's like, Oh really? We don't have to pay for this. No, no, let us help you. (laughs) So that's what we've been doing. So we have on, the 11th of March. Is that a Wednesday? Is it March 11th? May. Well, I'm May. 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 What May. the heck? Where am I, Leo? You're
1: going back in time. Yeah. yeah. So I think
0: it is May 11th uh-huh. is our breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's uh, We're also celebrating mental health month. So That's we have Kara Graham coming to speak with us about recognizing um, mental health, um, uh, you know, what mental health Issues might be coming up in your workplace or depression and how to kind of work mm-hmm. around that. Mm-hmm. So she'll be speaking to us about that. It's sponsored by uh, Chris Parmigiani from CMIT Solutions um, and Grand Fest. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking forward to that. Then on the 12th, we have ENG, Emacs Next Generation. Oh, that's exciting, too. They're mm-hmm. at Proving Ground. Share a splash share no yeah share a splash of small business month or something like that i i kind of get into these really goofy little creation titles for our thing. so yeah um, so love anyway it, love it. we're going to be a proving ground for that and our first we oh, we do have a first drink sponsor you know who we have a brand new member Ooh. That's brand nice new. Open up. They Well, they wanted to sponsor and didn't know they had to be a member to sponsor. So oh, because they wanted to sponsor and saw EMAC as such an off- awesome opportunity to market, they joined the chamber too. Very nice. So we welcome guaranteed rate and we're pleased that they're going to be spo- sponsoring first drink on uh, for ENG on the 12th. Nice. And then on Tuesday, May 24th. Always go with the day of the week. Don't go with the date Mm. with Mm. me. Because off the top of my head, those numbers get confused. But um, we are going to be at Courtyard by Marriott Mm -hmm. on um, Half Mile Road. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are going to have our business after hours, which is Shake. It's really cute. It's like Shake. I know. (laughs) It's like Shake. Shake up Small Business Month, I think, or something like that. So, so, or yeah, so yeah, shake hands and shake it up, and then and then a splash is like the drink and the ice, you know. So like, there's like creativity that goes into this. People, it's not just that easy, you know. Um, So that's from five to seven, um, Mm -hmm. and we have first drink sponsor is Tim Davis from Advisors Mortgage. Okay. Um, And so we have, if you have listened to the last number of times I said, we should have counted how many times I said sponsor. Yeah, mm. because, no, great. Right, because all these sponsorships are great ways for people to help market. We have mentioned it on the podcast. We do the shout outs on the social media, mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the e-blast. So sponsoring an event gives you an opportunity to help get additional marketing, mm-hmm. be part of this chamber, have people recognize you, name recognition. So um, there are premier and supporting sponsor opportunities for um, the ENG and the business after hours for the month of May. Okay. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, we're going to get to... The king of sponsorships momentarily. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to mention one more opportunity. Okay. And did you know you could sponsor podcasts?
2: No. No, I did not. No, you did, did not. not.
0: So okay. you can, this is cool. Oh, yeah. Wow. You can sponsor podcasts. We do two a month. So mm. you sponsor the month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you get to co-host if you choose, which Ooh. is additional benefits for your business. Right. Um, and then you select exactly who you your market that you want to target. Mm. And we, and so a part of the sponsorship money goes to paying to hit those direct mm, people that you're looking for in the social media and digital media marketing that we do specifically okay. for the podcast. So those are all available <laughs> So, we, you know, and we are actually booking through July now for podcasts. So, you know, there's, we start promoting as soon as we can. So, if anybody's yeah, interested I, in that, okay. so all sponsorships or anything like that, you can reach out to the office, 732 741 0055. And speaking of the office, very excited to yeah, say. Very excited, very excited to say on? we are not going to be homeless. <laughs> um, we, our, our building is being sold. Um, the sublease that we had is over as of the end of this month. So, the yeah. So, we thought we were going to be homeless, but we're not. So, we're staying where we are partially and taking the month of may to move and we'll be mm-hmm. moving to um apple street in tin falls yeah
2: which is awesome okay yeah, so more, we're, so leo space. i'm sorry you can't walk over to yeah. the office I anymore
0: know. i might have to jog now you <laughs> yeah. might we'll miss the muffins that you bring the office that we do yeah that'll still happen though don't okay worry. all right so but we're pretty excited it's a bigger space for us right um more parking for us um so it's all it's all good we're growing we're excited and uh
2: Lots so. going on. Yeah. And and, yeah. and
0: do you know that at the last podcast of the month, we announced who's joined us since the last
1: mm-hmm.
0: podcast of the last month? No, do tell. Do tell. Yeah, we no. do that. So <laughs> we would like to welcome M&T Bank, Minuteman Press of Red Bank, Office of Legislative District State Assembly for, led. Um, I think it's the 13th District, Eileen Higgins, Permanently Pretty and Guaranteed Rate.
2: Awesome. All right. They welcome have all joined welcome. us since
0: the end of March. God, my months are so off. It's okay. It's been so busy. Off. It's a good thing. It's yeah, It it's is. A it's, a yeah. so yeah. it's a very good thing. So it's a very good. I got to tell you guys a funny story. I know we got to get, we're going to get, I swear. We will.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, <sure>. okay. <laughs> we'll get to but, Leo shortly. But, okay.
0: So our <laughs> oh, office is, is our office is not really big. I mean, it's big, but it's not huge. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, once I got the approval to move, I don't like to sit around and wait. I like to make things happen. Mm. So um, we decided yesterday there was twice a week. There's four of us in the office for 10 out 10 hours total for the whole week. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not often that there's four of us in the office. So yesterday, Sandy and Maria are like, okay, what are we doing? I go, let's start purging. Sandy had brought in Mm -hmm. contractor bags. So we start purging. We have four or five huge contractor bags. And instead of taking them straight out, we figured we'd run them all out at the same time. So we had them lined up along the little hallway, Mm -hmm. right? We had stuff all over the conference table because we were sorting and organizing and deciding what to keep, what to toss, I'm in my office, Jill's in her office, and the phone rings. And somebody's like, oh, we just knocked at the door. We want to come in and join the chamber. Oh. We're oh. like, oh, okay, but pardon the mess. We're uh, like, right. exactly. trying to throw everything off the tables and figure out what we're doing. And they're walking by the big garbage cans in the hallway and everything like this, the garbage bags. And it's it's insane. It's absolute insanity. So they come in, they sit down, they're filling out their applications. Sandy's talking to Lee. Um, Maria's talking to her husband. Um, and, you know, we're going on and on and so they're all chatting and the phone's ringing and jill's answering the phone and the phone rings again so i'm answering the phone and in the meantime the door knocks again oh my gosh oh, wow and it's our old landlord new landlord the person that we're we're just gonna rent for one month mm-hmm. and he comes in and he's so nice but he has two people with him oh so like all of a sudden if this is an hour and a half of absolute happy insanity (laughs) but during that we had somebody else join the chamber while those people were sitting there joining the chamber while we're packing to move to our bigger place so it was the energy was incredible it was really exciting and fun and uh so that's kind of what goes on in the life of the chamber yeah it's
2: so fun but so exciting after this whole year of you know covid and zooms and and not being able to see each other in person and this is mm. it's very exciting to have all these events planned and i feel like things are just opening up yeah so, very all good.
0: very exciting yeah it's very exciting yeah. so leo
1: hi hi I'm still here
2: <laughs>
0: i know you're still here i've been looking at your smiling face the whole time i know you're still here welcome to uh chamber chat
1: thank you this Let's... is uh this is my first time doing a podcast so i'm really excited i uh, love the energy so far Mm-hmm. And uh, I got my cup of coffee so I'm all set to go. I yeah.
0: love we're representing. I should have had a Dunkin, but you know, I like, know. Like, oh, I kind of turned. I, like, yeah, I was sure. We had the Starbucks and <laughs> 7-Eleven and I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking Poland Springs, sorry. Yeah. There you go. Um so yeah. So and yeah, you live close by so you got to walk on over to the studio here in Red Bank.
1: Yeah, that that one block uh, really knocks the wind out of yeah. you there. Yeah. Does, you it, know, does it? Does it? Uh, yeah. And especially with the 60 degree weather this morning, it's like, wow. Yeah. It's boring. tough. It was
0: it was a struggle, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Oh, you know, fresh air and all. And
0: then my <laughs> smiling face, you know, we're getting to,
1: so, you know. Uh,
0: so tell us, Leo, first tell us a little bit about GrandFest. Okay,
1: sure. Um, just a little. Okay, let, let's start off a little bit. <laughs> so uh, GrandFest is a full-service financial advisory firm, and we are based in uh, Madelon, New Jersey. And uh, I've been with them for a better part of uh, going on eight years now. Uh, And it is an independent financial advisory team. In other words, you know, we're not associated with like the big banks or publicly traded that you know of. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're an independent uh, firm. And uh, there's four uh, four financial advisors in our office. Uh, We have three uh, administrative staff. And uh, we're a growing practice. You know, Uh, but, you know, a lot of people ask me, well, well, I I know what a financial advisor is, but like, what do you do, though? Like a, in, in simple terms, I help people invest their money and make sure when they retire, they don't run out of money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. That's Very great. straightforward. That's great. Yeah. It,
0: it sounds, sounds like so easy, plan. yet not yeah. <laughs> running out of money when you retire is not always right. as easy as you think. So mm-hmm. you right. need somebody really who's paying attention for you and protecting you.
1: Absolutely. So. But not, not only that, you know, when I think of financial planning, I, I tell people it's like um, when you uh, put together a jigsaw puzzle. You know, you ever buy those GIF GIF, uh, puzzles, uh, like five or uh, 500 or 1,000 pieces, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of times, you know, when people, you know, go through their uh, financial planning, they they know, you know, the pieces. They know kind of like, you know, here's a corner piece. Here's a side piece. Oh, this belongs in the middle. But they can never see the full picture Mm -hmm. because they just don't know how to piece it together themselves. You're
0: the lid. You're the lid that has the (laughs) picture on it.
1: (laughs) So, so I, I tell people, look, it's you know, with financial planning, it's it's all about having us come in and help you put the other pieces together so this way you see the full picture. Yeah. Right. But a lot of times it's a co effort where they give feedback to let us know what they want. We can then go out there, look at the financial landscape, put together what they need and then put it together and then you have your picture.
0: Great. Yeah. That's a good way to explain it. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I
1: thought I thought of that this morning while I was in the shower. That's a good yeah. one. <laughs> it's Your best moments are in, in the shower.
2: Right. You're Obviously. Not, you're not singing like Jen. <laughs> no, I am not sing picture. in the shower. No, no, I don't <laughs>
0: sing in the shower because my children have the most beautiful voices and they sing in the shower so I don't dare I don't sing uh-oh. in the shower. So, uh, yeah, but I do have a lot of productivity in the yeah. shower, right? you know. You amazing. can always tell on the days I don't shower it's like dead in the office, <laughs> man. And it smells. no. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) um so you decided to join the chamber why did you decide to join the chamber and you took it like i just oh wow i want to talk about leo leo jumped in like not even both feet leo just totally took a complete dive in in. and uh so tell us about your reasoning what you did and your reasoning behind that
1: so i actually have to give credit to uh a old chapter member uh, b- way back and he actually uh, played basketball with your husband ray way back oh who was it uh name's uh, bill finley
0: okay Hi and, bill finley
1: and uh he uh, he's uh, uh gonna be retiring this year actually uh, but bill actually uh, referred me to the chamber and the reason being is i told bill that i just moved to red bank I want to start building some roots right and contributing towards the community and 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 this is, has been something i have thought of doing but just never at a point in my career or stage in my career that i've been able to i guess uh, give, um, uh you know contribute like that mm-hmm. so so i thought you know what this would be perfect be- new beginnings and i sorted you guys out it just when so, did you move to to Red Bank? Uh, like I moved recent? in uh, September. Uh, September. Oh
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: very, very recent, recent. Uh, of mm-hmm. uh, last year. And, yeah, and you joined in October, yeah, right? In October. Okay. Yeah. So that was you yeah. moved fast, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, the thing is, you know, when once I make a determination on on what my direction is, I just move towards it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, you know, it, and, and that relates with financial planning a lot. It's like, you know, what you need, you know, what you want to do. But a lot of times we're just scared to, you know, get to that uh, place. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I, I knew what I want to do. I just moved forward. And, and, uh, and of course, as you said, I dove right <laughs> at first, I didn't care if there was war in the pool or not. I just knew I just wanted
2: you to. Did, you did. You just <laughs> I
1: was like, oh, I'm just going to get in there and I'll figure it out. That's fine.
0: Leo said, I want to join a committee. And we're like, well, we could really use help on the business networking committee. And yeah. he goes, his breakfast committee and he's like okay that sounds great and so we, we send him the you know the agenda ahead right. of time and on it it says you know we're looking for a secretary for the so he comes in and he says to me first meeting hasn't yeah. met anybody comes in and he says to me so i hear you're looking for a secretary what do i need to do to apply for that yeah. <laughs> and uh, i'm like oh yeah. here's a pen and he right. goes well <laughs> do i have to take with the pen or can i do it on my computer i'm like oh no however you want but here it's yours <laughs> job is yours babe have at it and uh you, you took it you, a step,
2: you know, once you're in, it's like, Oh boy. Well,
0: okay. <laughs> so Leo done something. Leo has done something yeah. that no one else has done yeah, um, right. with the chamber and mm-hmm. he's taken, you know, within a conversation may have been even that first meeting too, may have been our second one that you were with I, us. I, I think it
1: was second, mm-hmm.
0: but uh, we were talking about the importance of sponsorships Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, Leo said, okay, so how do you do this? And we're like, you just put it out there. And he's like, okay. Are there rules? And I go, they have to be members. And he's like, okay. Leo managed to secure mm-hmm. a sponsor, a primary, a premier and yeah. supporting and support. sponsor yeah. for each event we had for the entire year. And then came through himself as an additional supporting sponsor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you Amazing. know, because
2: I don't think we've ever had and- sponsors Lined up like that, never covered, for never.
0: Year, for sure. And what's yeah. really awesome is those people are already on the website. So if you go into October mm-hmm. at the breakfast date, yeah. you can already see who's sponsoring. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't know anything about what breakfast it is. Jordan, you <laughs> yeah. know who the sponsor <laughs> is. So you know they're on there. They're already. It's already out there for people to yeah. see, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. And Leo, tell um because I know that I know what you did, but tell Jane how you went about doing that because you like you said you'd only moved here in September. Right, that was like November. We're talking so how, what'd
1: you do That's right so uh, what i did was i decided to go through the chambers of commerce directory uh because uh, in my head i was i was thinking this would be the best way to do one of two things uh, one is to introduce myself uh, as a new member mm-hmm. and get to know people on a, a, a much faster pace than just you know uh, attending events and maybe running into them type of deal and then the second part was to uh, to get sponsors, right? Uh, to to engage people again, because we're still living in this COVID time. And I thought, you know what? Let's call them. I'm, I'm sure a lot of them haven't been coming back out because they've just been at home working. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? This would be a great way for for us to you know bring them back in. And and you know what? Why not be a sponsor as well? So I, I put together a little script and I you know introduced myself. I told them the reason why I'm calling. I gave them a tidbit of the value they'll get from it. And I, I asked, would you like to be a sponsor? And I actually got sponsorships that way. I did a get a few no's. I got a few maybes. But in uh, in life, that's how things work. You yeah. just got to ask. And you ask enough times, you'll get enough yeses. Yeah, you I love I,
2: it. I, I think that's awesome. And, and, and at the same time, it's kind of a win-win for you. Mm -hmm. As you said, you're introducing yourself and your business to these um, chamber members as well. And uh, and giving them that little push maybe Mm -hmm. that they needed to get more involved. And I think that's awesome.
0: So if if we could have a gold star, yeah, yeah, Leo oh, yeah. would ha- get the gold star because yeah. we always say that you join a chamber and you go to the events and you meet people. And that's a great way. Sponsorship, mm-hmm. even more so. But you took it upon yourself to say, I'm not going to wait to meet them there. I'm going to yeah. call and introduce myself. And, you know, one of the things we talked about at the breakfast is, you know, Leo, you may say, well, yeah, but look at his personality. He's ready to pick up the phone and call there's always still the nervousness of course mm-hmm. you know i can ask both the guys in the room too because i know both of you are engaged mm-hmm. and you know you're with this person forever and ever right you've been with mm-hmm. them it's decided it's not usually a surprise to the other person right but do you still get nervous when you have to ask even knowing the answer is going to be yes
1: <laughs> of course <laughs> chris is shaking his head yes shaking.
0: so like even somebody that's got the confidence to pick up the phone and call there's still that nerve and you you know you did it and you introduced yourself and I mean, can anybody really get
1: mad at you for making a phone call and saying hello? I like, well, and it's been great. I'll, I'll, I'll just never see them because they won't. Well, <laughs> there you go, Right.
0: And um, but what I would say too is the people you chose to call were people that we don't always see, and right. they have reengaged, and it's yeah. been it's been such a great. Situation. So, in you know, in everything, we ought we encourage people to make the most of your membership. Use you you've paid to belong to this association. Mm-hmm. Make those connections. Absolutely, because those people have joined this association for the same reason. Everybody wants to get to know each other, grow their businesses, and do business together. So,
1: yeah, it's been great so, so far. Uh, in fact, I was uh, reading an article that was put out. Um, it was an online article about all the new businesses that came into Red Bank as of, uh, I believe either this month or next month. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, oh, great way to introduce myself to them, uh, you know, uh, patron their business as well. And uh, I don't know, that stuff like that um, is uh, exciting for me as well. Uh, just being able to know who they are, know their story. And of course, if they have great services or great food, then then obviously I, w- I would like to partake in that as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. partaking in
2: food
1: is
0: one of our Yeah. Things, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So tell us, uh, what's your favorite part about being a financial planner? Like how'd you get started in it? And then what became your favorite part about it? Yeah,
1: I guess my favorite part about being a financial advisor is being able to help guide people in having that relief to know that they're able to sustain retirement. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I tell this to a lot of my prospects and, and some of my clients I speak with, and, and that is, you know, you've never retired before. True, And you only yeah. get to, most people do it once. Mm-hmm. So it's a scary- Unless you play professional football and then uh, you do
0: it as many times yeah. as you <laughs> want.
1: <laughs> right, sorry, <Or> multiple <laughs> I digress, careers, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but it's a scary thing to go through. Sure. You've never done it before, right? And, and of course, it, it, because it's scary, it's the unknown people do normally one or two things they either just keep working because they don't want to face the fact that one day they're just not going to be of value towards society or whatever the group is Uh, uh, and two they they don't know what to expect so they kind of it's it's dreadful for them almost Mm -hmm. right and um and actually the third one is some people are afraid that they can't afford to retire Mm Right. So a lot of times when I sit down with people and I help them understand their concerns, help paint a picture, put the puzzle pieces together for them. Right. And and more often than not, you see people kind of light up and and, you know, they see, wow, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to be eating ramen noodles for the rest of my life. (laughs) Right. Right. And, uh, And and being able to guide them through the process, help them design a plan help them execute that plan right uh, and then of course uh, continuously have reviews with them throughout the years uh, it's it's very gratifying to see how you know they' you know they're happier you know they're, they're they're having more fun but they're they're also very thankful for what you have done mm-hmm. you know uh, for them as well so that, that's probably one of the most gratifying parts about it and, uh, the second part to your question was, you know, uh, you know, how, how does this come about actually how, how to become a financial advisor? Uh, mm-hmm. I think, and, and I've been asked this question before, and, and I think I got the answer because that's not, it's not something that you just, I guess, have as an answer. You really have to think about it mm-hmm. and in thinking through that and, and having, a, a been asked that question before, I think it really, uh, s- uh started, uh, when I was younger, uh, because of my, my parents. Uh, we immigrated from Malaysia when I was six years old, right? And uh, uh, coming here and, you know, being a culture shock, it was easier for me to adjust, but it was a whole new world for my parents, right? And for them to put family first, and, and what they did was they opened up Chinese restaurants, very typical, right, of immigrants. And they worked 12 hours a day, six days a week. And their focus wasn't on let me plan for my retirement.
0: Right, absolutely. <laughs> right, right. There's it's like, like let, me, let me provide yeah. my children and then sure. make a life in this new country. Right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: and, and that's uh, that. That reminds me of you know back you know in your ancestors, your great grandfathers and sure. great grandfathers and and such when they first you know when they first came to America type mm-hmm. right, and and that's what they did. And what they did was work hard, make money to support the family to provide for uh, provide uh, as a household. And, and you know what, the kids will be the retirement plan. And that's actually indicative of a lot of other cultures Mm -hmm. in how it works. America is a complete 180 from that. America is you plan for your own retirement in other countries, especially in Chinese cultures, your kids are your retirement plan. Right. Right.
0: Because I mean, in that culture, doesn't the families usually stay together like multiple generations in the same home? I don't know if that's still true, Mm -hmm. but I remember that. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You're, you're absolutely correct. And and the kids are supposed to be, you know, grown, working, successful, and and, and of course k- kind of pay like a social security uh, type payment to their parents for their retirement. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it works back then. But, <clears throat> but obviously very different now that we're in America and, and seeing how my parents didn't know what retirement planning was, uh, you know, really sparked the interest in me when I was going to college. And and the fact that I was really good with numbers really helped, mm-hmm. and I decided, you know what, I'm gonna go uh, get a degree in finance, and that's what I did with from um, Monmouth University, great. and uh, and and I'm actually using what I went to school for. So that's another that's, positive. Yeah, that's, that's great. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: great. I actually say people, you use what you go to school for, regardless if it's your degree, because you learn so oh, much sure. in college. Mm-hmm. It's life experience. It's it, you know. But because yeah, I went to school for fashion merchandising, and if you look at me, that is not what I'm doing.
1: Now. <laughs> but, but I think the creativity yeah. really comes right. through. Yes. So, yeah. so, so exactly.
0: yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I do have a little bit of creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. So, and you, um you got, can you think of any questions for Leo? I feel like I'm yeah. firing at him.
2: So, so go ahead. <laughs> so, I I would think that one of the challenges, will you tell me what, what the challenges would mm-hmm. be in being a financial advisor? I mean, you've got people from, all different
1: walks of life, walks of
2: life and mm-hmm. all different financial situations. So,
1: right.
2: you know, is that challenging to be able to um, work with, with, you know, such a diverse, um,
1: absolutely uh, customer? So yes, you are absolutely correct. I do uh, sit down and talk to a lot of different types of people from mm-hmm. all walks of life, right? Uh, you have uh, the people that are high income earners, mm-hmm. right? That have done well for themselves. They're they're educated. They know to invest. They know to uh, plan for the future type. And then you have the ones that kind of just uh, you know uh, follow the rules, so to speak, and. You know, uh, uh, being a um, uh, an employee for 30, 40 years type mm-hmm. and that just contributed into a, a retirement account, didn't know any better about it, just did it because they were told. All right. And and then, of course, uh, on occasion, I run into a few that haven't done well for the retirement planning and, and didn't start thinking about it until they're in their 50s. Yeah, And those are the type that I will sit down and give them the news that unfortunately you're going to have to work till you might be 70 years old Mm -hmm. um, in order to have some sort of tangible retirement. Uh, But uh, but being able to at least sit down and understand your situation, I think, is key Uh, because a lot of times people, as I said earlier, don't don't see the puzzle piece in full and they really need to sit down with someone like myself to be able to. You know, ask the questions and kind of slowly put the pieces together. And of course, if uh, if there's opportunity, we'll step in and help them fill in the rest. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, I would say for a lot of people with all walks of life uh, also comes with uh, a lot of uh, different types of baggage as well. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think of people that have uh, you know, children that they need still need to support. That's
2: what I was. I was just thinking of all those things, you know, college educations, all of that, you know, or children who are even out of college and they're still kind of supporting, or, or you know, elderly parents who elderly that's a parents big thing, right you special know, needs children special needs mm-hmm. everything. I'm thinking of all those scenarios mm-hmm. that that could um, that are big factors in there, you know.
1: Absolutely. So, yes, uh, with the different types of baggage that they mm-hmm. have, we have to uh, take that into account yeah. for their financial planning as well. Yeah. And in those type of situations, especially with, I think, of like adult kids that they need to still help take care of type. Yeah, or, yeah kick them to the or, curb. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or college planning, right? Sure. Uh, in fact, yesterday, I I, I was up in uh, Connecticut VA uh, – uh, uh, um, not Connecticut – um, a VA in Connecticut, mm-hmm. uh, Veterans Affairs, because yeah. uh, our um, organization actually has a niche that we work with uh, with uh, two federal unions, and they bring us into federal facilities to help oh, the employees that. with their Lo- financial planning. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, right? And their version of a four hundred one k is called TSP. Mm-hmm. So this person I was speaking with, uh, he has uh, he's married, he has two kids in college, and he told me something else, Starling. He said, instead of contributing to his TSP or 401k, he was actually paying for the kid's college instead of, you know, instead of saving for retirement.
2: Right, Mm -hmm. right. And
1: and I was like, well, when do you plan on retiring? He's like, oh, in about 10 years. I'm like, I'm sorry to tell you, but you haven't saved anything. Right. I don't know how you're gonna retire. Yeah. Because your pension and social security is not gonna be enough for you. To
2: cover, sure.
1: And he's like, oh, I've, you know, I never thought of that way. And, and then you know, I sat him down and explained it to him, and, and I gave him a really good um, uh, analogy as well. I was like, uh, what are you doing right now is technically suffocating yourself, okay? Because you're putting others ahead of yours, mm. your needs, right? And it's almost like uh, when you uh, hop on an airplane and they go through their spiel you know, in the beginning before you fly out. The, one thing they say is if there's low oxygen in the cabin and the mass comes down, make sure you put the mask on yourself first before helping others. Yeah. And financial planning is very much the same way.
2: I love that. Right. Love
1: it. Yeah. How are you going to help others when you're suffocating yourself? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to furthermore digress, I told them your children are going to have plenty of years to make up for whatever financial debt they that they have bought on, uh, especially for the education you don't have those years Mm -hmm. and when i said that to him you know almost a light bulb went off it's like i need to talk to you more
2: yeah i
1: need i need to make some changes i'm like yes you do (laughs) yeah right so uh so uh, i know i went on a tangent there but
0: we like tangents
2: tangents are fine i think it's it's great because again you're you're um you're like enlightening people mm-hmm. and it, it's serious because it's about how they're going to, you know, um, to be able to spend the rest of their lives or, or afford to, to, um, to not work. And um, I mean, that's gotta be incredible to see th- those light bulbs go off and, and feel like, okay, I'm helping make this, this change in this person.
1: Absolutely. And- Is this
2: tweaking your little teacher? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Your little inside teacher. My, yes. One of my careers was an English teacher uh, or whatever. Uh, so, uh, okay. yeah. And um, no, it's true. I know. True. I'm it like, is. I'm sitting there going, oh, yeah, she's knowing yeah. that little teaching <laughs> light bulb moment right well, now. Well, it's well, it's a wonderful thing when you see their little eyes light up and say, oh, I get it. You know, I get what you're saying.
1: So. Well, well, I'm going to have to give you a little uh, a little prop yeah. uh, uh, on that because uh, when I first came to America, I actually took ESL for two years.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. And uh, and I yeah. remember my the, the teacher, teacher. Mm-hmm.
1: being uh, so supportive and yeah. uh, making an impact for me there.
2: Yeah, that's and, wonderful.
1: Uh, and of course, uh, coming full circle being now that I've got the education that I need. Yeah. I'm able to in turn also. I love it. Add value yeah. as well. Yeah.
2: No, it's true. Yeah. You know, and that's those are qualities that are. Um, yeah. Those those teacher qualities, <laughs> that, you know, can quality. be used in any um any industry or any mm-hmm. profession
1: and uh, it's gratifying. Chris is shaking
2: his head too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: good. It's very gratifying. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh so. uh but uh you know it's you know, if if I could kind of segue yeah. into uh something else Please here. do. Yeah. So <laughs> and it's it, I, I know it's in preparation uh, lack of preparation on uh, questions that uh I, uh I didn't send you there but uh, you know, some of the topics that I think uh, we could talk kind of high level about, and uh, I would love your input on this mm-hmm. as well, uh, is uh, understanding. You know, uh, how what does financial planning look like? Um, you know, uh, when I sit down with someone, right? What what do I do? Right? What questions are asked and such? And you know, that unfortunately, with with retirement planning, things uh, shift uh, throughout the years. And, you know, and, and I think of, you know, what worked 10 years ago or 20 years ago is very different today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what I mean by that is like, uh, the first thing is a, a pension, right? So one of the things about retirement planning is a pension is, uh, used in, in that, uh, factor. Unfortunately, pensions are no longer the normal thing anymore, right? 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 Where it was mm-hmm. 20, 30 years ago. All right. All right. People worked for a corporation for 20, 30 mm-hmm. plus years. And, you know, they're going to be taken care of by the company. Well, guess what? That's not the case. Right. In fact, I think the number is pretty staggering. Uh, Probably only about 4% of the companies out there right now provide some sort of, you know, uh, sustainable pension. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and that's assuming that they don't, you know, go bankrupt. Right. So, so that's a big thing right now. Uh, So, so for a lot of people, they, when they are retiring in this generation moving forward, they're retiring without a pension hmm So what's the other thing that they have to uh, retire with Social Security? right? and it, yeah, I <laughs> yeah a right? There. If, if it still <clears> exists, throat> right? Throat> right. Sure. So they're saying that, you know, if things don't change Social Security is officially gonna go bankrupt in 2035. I think is a year, right? Oh, wait, that's
0: the year I'm retiring no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, So so uh, so, you know, that's an interesting topic to uh, to discuss and, and in my personal take on that is it's not going to just disappear. It's just not possible, right? Mm-hmm. Just because so many millions of Americans are reliant on Social Security that you can't just say, sorry, we're bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, what we'll, they'll have to do is most likely make adjustments. Right. You know, maybe we, we cut everyone's Social Security uh, paycheck by 25%. Mm-hmm. Right. Or we push the age to later. I don't know if you guys uh, remember this, but so full full retirement age for Social Security used to be sixty five.
2: Yes, yeah, it's not not anymore. Now
1: it's sixty seven, right? Depending on the year you're born.
2: Okay, okay.
1: And prior to that, it was even younger. Right, right. But as people live uh, live longer, as as Social Security becomes you know uh, more and more taxed on, Mm -hmm. they uh, push the date later. Right, right. So pushing it later would be another alternative, right? Maybe it says 67 is your full retirement age. It might be 70 next. Yeah. Right? So so there's a lot of things they could play with it. And the th- third thing would be, they could increase uh, the cap on social security tax. And, and what I mean by that is is cap that, I'm, I'm off on this number, but it's about $127,000 in annual income. If you make more than that, you don't pay more social security tax. They only collect it oh. up to hundred thousand dollars in annual income. Okay. Okay. So, so they might increase that number.
2: Right.
0: right.
1: So there's ways to get, they do
0: that with income tax, it'd be really cool, but yeah, they right. don't, right? Yeah. Like I'd rather give my, I'd rather give more money to social security I tax know. than income tax, but yeah. all right, whatever.
2: That's
1: not happening. Uh, So, so, <laughs> right. so, you know, th- th- that's a hot topic for a lot of people. And and I try to bring logic and bring them back to earth and say, it's okay. It's, it, you know, you hear a lot of headline news, but it's just noise. Right. Uh, but you know th- those are things that they could do to tweak and, and make the system uh, last longer mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, not not be bankrupt. And then the third part about retirement is their tangible assets, right? And what's the tangible assets? Four hundred one k's, IRAs, brokerage accounts, uh, you know, four uh, hundred three b's. You know, there's a lot of acronyms and number uh, uh, names for it, but they're all essentially tax deferred retirement mm-hmm. accounts. And, and that is probably the key thing that I try to always educate people about is you have full control over that one component of your retirement, right? But a lot of people don't have that education and that focus. Right. And I try to educate them about it. The younger you are and you know that you need to be contributing towards it and have it invested in the stock market for as long as possible will make a world of difference by the time you retire on if you're just getting by with retirement or if you're actually living the life of retirement that you want. Right. And uh, and that's probably the key component there where you know you try to educate people, educate people about what their max contribution is, what funds they should be invested in. And it's a pure and the key thing is not how much you invest actually, the key thing is when you invest. Right. Cause someone could be invested in their 30s for 10 years and still have the same amount as someone that's starting at age 40 and investing for the next 25 years all right so it's a a matter of when allowing it to compound versus how much so you know for the potential younger audience that 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 was my next
2: question because i have you know young adult children in their you know 30s and late 20s and i keep saying you know it's time even speak to a financial planner, get mm-hmm. get things in order, mm-hmm. um, you know, and kind of start contributing because, um, you know, you just as you said, if social security isn't there or pensions aren't there or whatever, they need to start. And, the cost, hard, of li-
0: and the cost of living goes up every year. So mm-hmm. what you think, you know, oh, well, I have this much in the bank. Mm-hmm. I could live on that now. Yeah, you could. But if you're going to work another 20 or 30 years, you're not going to be able to live on that in 20 or 30 right. years. So you've got to not only save, but the money that you're saving has to grow. And we know the money you save doesn't grow at the same rate of inflation.
1: You got it. Mm -hmm. So you bring up a very interesting point. And uh, inflation is the key word there, right? mm -hmm. We call that the carbon monoxide of financial planning. Okay. You can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't touch it, but it's there. But it's there. Mm Yeah. And it's going to kill you If you stay in there long (laughs) enough. (laughs) So so inflation, um, I'm almost in a way thankful that it's uh, happening to us now. You know, you hear the headline news, Mm -hmm. inflation clocking at seven percent last year and a little bit higher this year and moving forward. Right. And that's why the feds are scrambling to increase interest rates to curb inflation. Inflation has been such a hot topic to talk about, and hopefully the younger folks uh, the, uh, in my generation are paying attention to it because they, you get to see it happening in a short period of time so you can identify with what it is. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people, you talk, tell, them what, tell them it's inflation. They don't know what it really means. right? right? So we get to see it now in the grocery stores, Mm -hmm. in uh, housing, in the gas and gas price, (laughs) right? What hyperinflation can even look like. Right. And that is a great way to educate the younger generation on what it can look like. So that's the way they can plan for it and knowing that it can really make a dramatic uh, um, uh, effect on their retirement. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: it's a great point for, you Mm -hmm. know, for sure for the, you know, and the sooner they get started, it's just, I feel like it's a challenge when you're younger you have other expenses, and it's like, oh, you know, can do, can I really afford to put this into my 401k or whatever? And it's just kind of, and I, the, I, I the guess it's almost like, to,
0: can you really not? Can you really not? Exactly. To I put think that's that in, what yeah. To
2: change this. their thinking yeah. and, um, you know, kind of put it in and forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. Direct deposit and all that, and, and just let, you know, to where it's automatic and they don't even know it's coming out of their paycheck.
1: You Absolutely. Know. And, and, and you know what? another big difference between you know the generation that was 20 30 years ago versus this generation is that they have shifted um, let's see how can I phrase this. Um, the culture of retirement planning has shifted from that generation to, to this where it's all on you now. You have to mm-hmm. be the one that plans for your retirement. You can't rely on just the corporation you work with to provide the pension for the rest of your life, as we mentioned earlier. They might not be around anymore. Right. 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 So, so you know, but here's the thing: even though that culture shifted, no one has actually educate educated them about that shift to, to right. tell them that that's not the case anymore. How your parents or grandparents retired it's not how you're going to retire. Right.
0: It's right. different. Right. It's yeah. different. Yeah.
1: So so yeah, that's another um, a, another big thing about, you know, the, our education system that could really step up and 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 require financial literacy as a examination to pass for you know like high school. Well, oh, the, and there is. That. Like yeah. I know
0: Rumson Fairhaven High School, you have to take a literacy class, a financial literacy class before mm-hmm. you can get your diploma. Mm. What they teach in that class, I don't know. Is there an actual teacher's teaching it or do they have to just answer questions and fake it online? I don't recall. Um, But, you know, but it is there. And that's, I laugh because I can remember, and I don't remember what grade it was, either fourth grade or sixth grade, where I learned how to write a check. Yes. Like we, there was a class that taught us how to write Mm -hmm. a check and keep a check register. Wow. So, you know nobody writes a check anymore, like who, you know, but that was taught to us when we were younger. And those basic skills need to be taught. And one of the things we were talking about too is, and I was thinking about this as you were speaking, is not only is the way people retired 20, 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. but the pandemic, has it brought quite a shift in the way people are thinking about retirement now? Because I would think that people experienced getting back in touch with work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed a great deal of people who are really keeping that balance. Like life is really (laughs) important. important. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of people who had forgotten that for a long time. So I I can only imagine that the people who are right at this retirement age are like, holy cow, I planned for this. Mm -hmm. We also know people are retiring early now because of the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. how's that affecting what you're doing?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, oh, man, there's a lot of yeah. uh, thoughts question. that that pop into my mind uh, with that specific question. So let me kind of unpack it uh, the best I can here. Uh, so for the folks that are, let's say, retire, retiring earlier, mm-hmm. uh, nothing wrong with that. But you, you really have, have to make sure that they have all the ducks lined up in a row. And what I mean by that is, let's say if you want to retire in your mid 50s, right? Right which is you know i i help people do that before uh they would really have to make sure that they have enough tangible assets saved right and invested accordingly uh, but they would also know that they're also sacrif. They're, they might potentially be starting to uh um uh, draw down mm-hmm. on the assets mm-hmm. as well right and if that's the case if they're not careful they might draw down and live too long mm-hmm. and potentially exhausted if they don't plan accordingly. Right. Right. So that's a very tricky thing to do, uh, but very doable as long as they understand the pros and cons. Um, but not only that, but if you retire that early, that means you're also hindering yourself from getting a better social security check right? as well, because yeah. you're not contributing right. anymore mm-hmm. and, and you need 35 years of social security contribution to have all those boxes uh, checked. If not, it's going to be zeros, which lowers the average calculation of your eligibility. Mm. So
0: us people, so people like me who stayed home with our kids and did not work, really kind of
1: eat uh, ourselves well, up. Well, that, that's a uh, that's a different story. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, you, you, because I did you, not. I mean, I worked my butt off, but yeah, I didn't I was pay into say, Social
1: Security. Yeah, I was going to say you 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 yeah, had a whole different. Home.
2: Yeah. yeah, I, mean, I, I worked part-time, work. but I don't remember
0: them. Both, I, yeah, now, because I volunteered years. everything. I mean, I never was sitting around eating no. bonbons right. by any no. means, but, you know. <laughs>
2: None of us were,
0: yeah. A
1: whole different set <laughs> of work. Uh-huh. A, <laughs> in the
2: workplace. Right.
1: And a whole different set of rewards. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. yes. Okay, very good. Thank all you. Right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, uh, but hopefully your husbands uh, have worked very hard uh, and fulfilled those years. Uh, Because uh, with how Social Security works, uh, for people in your situation, uh, they would be eligible when your spouse passes away to collect a spousal benefit uh, from Social Security, which in turn allows you to collect their Social Security, which is a higher amount which then doesn't leave you guys eating ramen noodles for the rest of your life. Cause I don't like so. ramen. noodles. I
0: have, a gluten, <laughs> I have a gluten allergy. I can't really eat ramen noodles.
1: Uh, so, so there's ways around that, but, yeah. um, but that you bring up another good point where uh, life insurance is a, you know, life insurance planning is another thing that is crucial in those specific situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so we make sure that if, you know, for someone like yourself and your husband, we um, uh, make sure that there's enough life insurance, uh, to uh, suffice, um, you know, just in case everything happens to him that you and, you know, uh, any other family members are well taken care of, have enough tangible assets to continue um, planning for your retirement as well. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a lot of things. Lot of I could, yeah, There's a lot, lot of pieces, to pieces that, to puzzle, right? as
2: you said. Yeah.
1: So I'll throw another one since we're on that topic. Let's say if you uh, meet uh, someone that is not married or has no kids and they're retiring. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, for those, well, what's life insurance? You know, they they have no one to pass them life insurance, Mm -hmm. right? Right. If something happens for those, they require a different type of planning and that might involve long term care planning, Mm. right? Mm. Uh, Because they need a facility or organization to help them if they can't do two out of their six ADLs because they're old or, you know, something, uh, mental capacity is not there anymore. Uh, and and that right now is uh, oh man, it's such a costly industry.
2: It's very it, costly. Very yes. Oh, yeah.
1: It, <laughs> yeah. Very costly. It, it literally, literally will cost your arm and a leg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jane, don't you see hers missing? Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm saying I'm ready for long. No, you're saying you're dealing with
1: the costliness because
0: your mom is oh, in long-term term care. That's yes. costing yes. you an arm and a leg. No. That, I was not
1: saying no. you were know, ready for long-term care. Oh, uh, uh, you, no, you know, I know. Man. Yeah, no, it's, but, it's that green screen that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's, it's good, good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah. but yes, long- no,
2: it's true. No, no, we are going through that with my mother right now. And, and uh, unfortunately she's her, you know, her, her situation is, is she's in pretty good situation yeah. financially to handle this, but boy, if not, um, yeah. imagine you know.
1: she never had kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, what would that exactly. looked like, look, look like financially yeah. for her. You yeah. Know?
0: So, and then you've got the other situations where, you know, you're planning for this thing and something happens, health like, you know, to your health, where that all of a sudden you've got all these additional costs. Mm -hmm. You're going to have these costs, you know, they, they're affecting your ability to put away, save, invest, because you have to take care of them now. Mm -hmm. And then you were counting on the money that you might not be able to make during this because you've gotten sick or disabled earlier on. Oh, let's go back to the happy Uh, (laughs) right.
1: (laughs) So, so these are, you know, the, the, the problems and issues and concerns that people bring to our attention and we're able to help them navigate through that. Yeah.
2: You kind of like need to pivot and, and, you know, re re look at things. when those, those challenges happen. Your wealth
0: of knowledge and the constant change that you must face on a regular basis to be able to guide all these situations, all these changes, everything that's constantly like, I'd never stopped to really think about that before.
1: No no one does. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Thank goodness you do, you know, but uh,
0: you know, kudos because it's not an easy,
1: You know, just like anything else in life, right? Uh, Whenever you need to have a license to do certain things, Mm. you you have to be prepared in those type of situations, right? So being a doctor, I'm sure they see a lot of things that us common folks don't know about, right? Right. And they know how to plan for it and and help people avoid it as well. So same in financial planning, you know, uh, being licensed, you know, uh, series 7, 65, 63, and and then you know, you know all the other special designations that you know our team has uh, really uh, equips us with the right tools to uh, handle those type of situations.
2: So, if someone was looking for a financial planner,
1: mm-hmm.
2: what are the key things that? Because mm. there's, there's there are a lot of financial yes, planners out yes. there. So, what are the key things that we should look for? That's a, very, license, that's a license. really, that's a good, really good question, Jane. Right. <laughs>
1: yes. Thank you for opening okay. with that because uh, that is something that I think a lot of people don't know how to approach. And that's why they're afraid to even go through that mm-hmm. uh, approach because they just don't know what to ask and and what's good, what's not. Right. Sure. So I think the number one key thing that I could give anyone as advice when you are interviewing financial advisory teams is trust your gut. All mm. right. You, you know, lived your life. Uh, you know, whether you're 40, 50, or 60, right? Your gut is your best uh, best, uh, de- uh, best uh, telltale sign of this is, if this is the right fit for me or not. So just follow your gut uh, because that will tell you probably most of the times if this is a, a good move for you to take a step forward or not. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you, you have to be really comfortable with the advisory team that you're working with. You know, are they the type that is, you know, uh, that that kind of rolls out the red carpet type of deal? Are they someone that just sits down and listens to you? Right. Uh, But you'll know and you'll get that feeling by just interviewing and speaking with Mm -hmm. them and keeping an open mind. Right. Um, I think the second part would be you want to ask yourself, what are the most important things that uh, that I need to figure out uh, for retirement? So things like um, are you fee conscious, right? Because you could go to someone that is the, the advisory team that is the lowest fees, but are they providing the best service for you? And obviously you have the other opposite end is someone that might be charging high fees, but they have everything you need, uh, takes care of all your needs, uh, and, and of course uh, understands and listens to you. That might be worth it. It's just you gotta find that happy median and mm-hmm. and in in meeting people and getting referred to people to other financial advisors and go in for an interview and getting that feel will definitely be a good start. Um, it's almost like buying a house.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. you just gotta you see know as, it.
1: it. You, yeah. you you just gotta go see as many houses mm-hmm. as you can, and then you are gonna know it. That right house when you see it, yeah, the, the pricing makes sense, and and of course it, it's in the right neighborhood. All the boxes checked off and your gut tells you mm-hmm. right so it's very similar to that as well i, I know yeah. that because i just recently went house shopping so. yeah yeah well, <laughs> well i trust, I'm say trust my is, gut and everything yeah. i do so i think that's that's a great great
2: thing
0: and is this it. is a great segue to bring it back to the chamber mm. because we have a lot yeah. of financial planners in our chamber mm-hmm. yeah and you just made the best point for why you need to know other people mm why you need, so even other people in your own industry, mm-hmm. because that person may feel really good with you, but you may say, you know what? I don't think that this is the right mix, yep. but I know so-and-so. And I would suggest you go speak to them first mm-hmm. before making a decision. And one of the things I like about the members of our chamber is that they do that, mm-hmm. but it's a great, because you said, and I don't even know if people stop to think, you, know, you go to a bank, do you just go to the bank that's closest to you? Do you just go to the financial advisor that's closest to you? No, you said you interview them. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get to know mm-hmm. who they are, what they offer. It's not just about the service and the fee. It's also about the gut mm-hmm. and meeting them. And, you know, people always say, well, if you have too many of my industry, I'm not going to join your chamber. And it's like, but you, there's such a benefit to that because that person, not only may you say, oh, I'm gonna send you here, that person's gonna say, oh, I've met Leo, let me send you. I would think you really should speak to Leo. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's, I mean, do you agree with that or did I just totally kill no, everything? No, no, you didn't
1: kill everything, <laughs> no, no. That's, I mean, I, I, part of the reason why I just joined, because I knew there was other advisors, yeah. but I didn't think that as a competition thing. I just knew that you know i'll be mingling with other people and it's okay it's it's a big world out there there's plenty of people that need our services right yeah and i can't service all of them so it's fine right and
2: and it's more than a business card so to me i can get a bunch of business cards or see the listing in the chamber Mm -hmm. in terms of financial advisors but uh it's not until i've met you Mm -hmm. uh whether it's in networking or whatever that i say oh i think you know i think he's a good fit for me because Mm -hmm. it is more than just your credentials on a business card to me. Absolutely. It definitely
1: is, Absolutely. Yeah. We we tend to do business with people we like.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean everybody does. Right. Yeah. You, exactly. you become That's friends with you people you do. like, you do business sure. with
0: people you like.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, it is ten o'clock. Wow. So we have finished our time. Um, and I have really liked Hanging out with oh, both me. of you. Oh, and I've I really as we too. know I really like both yeah. of you too. So um oh and good morning, Kevin McCormick. There are many financial planners oh, in our okay. chamber. Yes, good Kevin morning, is Kevin. one of them. So thank you, Kevin. Um he agreed that getting to know them and sharing them and uh yeah.
1: so uh Let, let's grab a cup of coffee, Kevin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You've met you know Kevin McCormick. You've met him, I believe. So well, you by face, I was jealous. Rob, yes. I'll hook you up because I know you know right, we know each other. Both of you are awesome. So yeah. Thank you. Um, anyway, so we hope to see some of you at our events coming up. We mentioned those before. I believe I forgot to ask Jill. My question I ask her every Friday morning is who's my next guest? Because I forget to look it up myself and she knows off the top of her head. And I forgot to ask her this <laughs> oh, morning. So, so we'll be We've back a in a couple on. of weeks. Um, and we are looking forward to seeing everybody soon. Great. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. you? Have a great fun. weekend. Thanks, Jan. Leo. Thanks, Jane. Have a good week.